there's something we've been wanting to tell you. Yeah. There's a new cousin on the way. Watch out. <laughs> Baby on board. Baby on board. We've got a new little pookie and new little cousin. And, and we've named her. We've named her. Drumroll, please. Thanks for being here. Oh my god, I'm a cousin. <laughs> She's an honorary cousin. Cousin for the week. Cousin for the week. Cousin of the week. Welcome back to Cousin Time. Cameron and Jess are college friends turned first grad roommates learning to navigate the world. Join us as we reminisce on our childhoods, rationalize our Sunday scaries, and ruminate on recreational sports. Diana, would you like to give yourself a little introduction? Sure. I'm Diana. I'm the cousin this week. I know these girls. We've been up to some things. Um, what What else should I say? Well, you and you and Jess met way back when working at summer camp. Working at summer camp. A good five years ago. That's actually we crazy. Raised a couple cabins of pups together. And did. And then Jess said, "Hey, I know a girl you should know," mm-hmm. and gave you my number. Mm-hmm. And you sent her a voice memo the greatest pickup line of all time (laughs) um that i don't recall i do not remember sending this and it was hey 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 or something Mm -hmm. unfortunately i wish it was Mm -hmm. (laughs) what was it um for for the listeners this was if you recall the era in which harry styles was featured on the calm app and um cameron sent me a voice message that said (laughs) hello diana you talk with a British accent, mm-hmm. and apparently as my opener, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I did that. And you and you responded, and it worked. She like she's sitting on my couch, our mm-hmm. couch. I will say we did have a brief brush before then, though, when you reached out to me on Instagram. Oh, for Jess's birthday, birthday video. Oh yeah, and I sent and you delivered a really zany little song that I made up about and I you, loved it. and I sent it to you. I didn't know you at all at the time and thought there's an impression so i think i think we both had a bold first take there's the thing about the jess's birthday video when i was contacting all those people who i didn't know i was fully judging them on whether or not i'd want to be their friend and you were in the do who was in the don't i don't want to say but yeah and then so yeah jess introduced us and then the heart wanted what it wanted and so Mm -hmm. i packed my bags and i moved to where you were And now here we are. And here we are. My favorite bit of lore from early in you all's friendship is when you asked Diana if on Christmas morning everyone just sat there and watched her bring presents. Yeah. It was a question I needed answered. I'm an only child. Only child. Only child in the room. And so Cameron asked me, since you're an only child, does your family just sit and stare at you on Christmas morning while you open your presents? And do they? I mean, I guess. But I don't consider them, like, staring at me. Like, they gifted me things. So... We're all, like, sharing in the moment. Well, and, like, my family also will just, like, we, we open presents one by one. So they are sitting and staring at me, but I feel like there's more – it feels like we're all taking turns in, in a sense. Yeah, but there's no one else to take a turn. I know, and that's why I, that's I, take, I was curious about. I take turns with my parents. I was slaying the gift game. Are you kidding me? I drew so many beautiful things. And I was just curious. And my favorite piece again. of lore early – and the connection of all three of us was the first time that we were ever 
we ever met in person. Mm -hmm. And Cameron and I had been, I guess, like texting slash long distance friends for the better part of a year. Over a year, really. Because, yeah, it was July and we had started talking, I think, the previous June. Mm -hmm. But I feel like like, we had FaceTimed, we had phone called, like, we were more than just like. We'd watch movies over Zoom. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, and then we, um, I was in town for one night only. Yes, at camp, and Jess's car broke down. Yeah. Caught on fire. Yeah. And Cameron jumped out of the car and fell in the ditch. I did, and I got some spurs in me. And there's no one else that I would want to experience that with than the girls on this couch. But the reason we were so panicked was because you were panicked. And you're never And panicked. you're usually not panicked. I felt fear. You moved fast. <laughs> I've never seen you move as fast as you did that day. In my defense, the car was on fire. There was no flame. It was smoking. It was the color of the smoke, because Cameron Googled which color of smoke is bad. And like, but in my mind, I'm like, where there is smoke, there is fire. Mm-hmm. It's a, and it, hey, this is one of those situations where it's better safe than sorry. <laughs> when it comes to fire, I don't play. Yeah. There is layers to that story. We're here to talk today about rec sports because I think this is something that should be studied. And for anyone who doesn't know, rec sports is a shortened term for recreational sports. Thank you. Let's go around and say what rec sports we did as a kid. Soccer. Only soccer? Like, I mean, I did, like, volleyball in middle school, but I wouldn't consider that, like, rec league because mm. it was, like, school. Oh, okay, yeah. But rec, I was on that rec soccer team. Yeah. Did, you did more than one? Oh, yeah, I did a little bit of t-ball and softball, and then soccer. Duh, everyone does soccer. Yeah, everyone does soccer. I don't think I did anything else. When I was little, I did t-ball, and then in high school, my high school had a no-cut policy, (laughs) and I used that to my advantage, because we were encouraged to explore and enrich our extracurricular lives, and um, I played varsity softball. (laughs) Varsity softball? Yeah, fast pitch. Oh, my God. Wait, okay, I have a question, though. (laughs) If it's no cut, mm-hmm. how do they pick who's on varsity and who's on JV? Well, simply this. There were not enough people to have JV and varsity. So, so everybody <laughs> who tried out was varsity by default. I so love it's that. Like, it's crazy. But imagine, imagine how I felt having, like, <laughs> really good softball players from all across Kentucky throwing 70 mile per hour balls at me at your like, head I, like I less say varsity as a badge of honor and more like to let you know that that's the realm that I was yeah that's the arena in. what position did you play third base okay yeah and left field wow I've got more to say about <laughs> say more <laughs> okay I um one of the most exhilarating moments of my life was when I caught a pop fly in left field caught a what a pop, pop fly, fly. It's when the ball is basically just, like, coming right down at you. <laughs> um, and you caught that thing. I caught it. It was exhilarating. It was the third out of the inning. My whole team, like, ran at me. Yeah. And we're like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I did it. And I yearn for moments like that. I still can't believe that it happened. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Were they hoisting so you fun. on their shoulders and taunting you around? Mm-hmm. No, but the coach's daughter was really proud of me. <laughs> I can see that. That's and a movie so moment. Pretty. Hey, girl. Anyway, that was that was a lot of fun. That was my favorite thing to do was, in practice, we would throw pop flies at each other, and I just loved to catch them. Wow. So did you not play soccer? No. Turns out not everyone Not does. everyone does play soccer. I feel like everyone plays soccer. That's crazy. I did a lot of kickball in grade school. Oh. But I 
One time I stepped on the ball instead of kicking it. So on purpose? Like you thought that's good. what you're supposed to do? Or it was an accident? It was an accident. Yikes. But that's why we should be glad I wasn't out on that soccer field. Mm-hmm. I loved my rec soccer days, but also I don't remember my own rec soccer days as much as I remember Kendrick's mm. and going to his games on on, on the Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that I observed was the parent culture of rec games. Yeah. What do you have to say about that? I, I, don't, I don't have any particular stories that come to mind. I just know that the parents are always into it. And, like, well, my dad and my brother used to be umpires for rec baseball. Mm-hmm. And, like, people would, like, yell at them. And, like, meanwhile, my brother's literally a child himself. No, I've been to some rec baseball games, and it's violent. It's volatile. Mm-hmm. And for what? Like, why yeah. are we making these seven-year-olds feel like this game is going to win or destroy their family's honor? Yeah. But we would get so into it. My favorite thing about, like, the audience... The audience. <laughs> the crowd um, at games like that and, like, the parents and families and everything was, like, how everyone showed their hype differently. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, my mom is not necessarily the type of person that would, like, get up and scream and cheer... But she's in the uh, she's in the crowd and mm-hmm. she's so excited, and like my grandpa would come to some of my games in high school, um, and he is not a super sporty person necessarily, but he was there and he was like he was ready for it. You know, was pooky. You know, and I think um, I don't know. It was just it's fun to see everybody in their different like element like how everyone shows same with like concerts you yeah know? everyone behaves differently at a concert but I also really like the hype music at rec mm-hmm. sports games and I like the usually it's some sort of like synthesis of what's popular on the radio at the time and then like classic hype songs mm-hmm. so I also like to sort of people watch and see how different people um view the game through the lens of those of music those songs <laughs> well did you have a walkout song um not necessarily I think it was different like everywhere that we went but I have a very vivid memory of like in between innings one time my coach going so hard to man I feel like a woman by Shania Twain as he should did you all win games yeah some the um team disbanded because we we didn't have enough people my junior year my but at that point, I was a theater kid, yeah. so they couldn't get me back. You were deep into another sport. I my um my first grade soccer team we won the we won the championship, and oh it was all because of me actually. <gasps> I was the MVP. Were you goalie? Yeah, I was goalie. God, it's such a lot of stress. That is a stressful position, and for a girl who's already stressed stressed out all the time, Pre- predisposed. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but I remember it was like we had made it to the championships, and which. First of all, it's just crazy to think about in first grade. Like, we were, like, playing through this bracket to get to the championship. And then we went into overtime, and it was still still tied. And so then we had to do penalty shootouts, which, as a goalie, is so stressful. Yeah. Um, and I remember they were doing the penalty shootouts. It was still tied. So then it was up to the – then the goalies had to do the shootouts. So it was basically, like, the whole game came down to me and this one other six-year-old goalie, <laughs> where if I didn't block hers – we lost and if I didn't score we lost and like vice versa I remember I blocked hers and then I scored and it was exhilarating I was like but I was I was I was too 
stress to enjoy the moment because I was just like I was gonna cry no matter what happened <laughs> you Did know you? what I mean I actually don't know if I cried but there's a picture that I actually think has seen the cousin time light of day of me yes. that day and I'm just in my goal <laughs> in my big <laughs> my big goalie jersey you my gloves that. yeah that's that's my life I've never contributed to society since then in the way that I did that day I feel that yeah with, my pop with your pop fly yeah did you have a moment like that sheer victory you were never MVP <laughs> I, was, I, I was never MVP like that that's okay but I was MVP in other ways what position did you play in soccer I don't remember I played soccer I think when I was four Oh, okay, so and that was it. when oh, everyone no. just follows the ball. Yeah, how do and you even know what's going on? You, I don't think you do, because then I remember when I had a bit more, uh, I was a bit more sentient and <laughs> watching Kendra play at four, mm-hmm. and I was seven, um, and they were just yeah, all running around. Some kids like had their shirt up over their head. Some kids were just like sitting down. Some were were getting the ball. Some were like laying down in the net. It's a free-for-all. It's like a hammock. <laughs> and I I would like to coach them. I would love to coach I'd get soccer. Them yeah. We'd be did a unified you, force. Did y'all have the okay. opportunities to do that? Like to coach a team? Not yet. Not yet. I'm looking for one. It's manifesting. Not. Um, did y'all do ever do indoor soccer? Because that's a whole different beast. No. Mm-hmm. I remember I would do indoor soccer during the winter. You'd keep the sport going. Yeah. Um, through the off season. And that one is interesting because it's such a small field because you're playing on a basketball court. And I remember I would get so bored, I think, which you'd think you'd be less bored, but I guess I'd get so bored. And I would sing, um, you know the song, I don't want to be like Cinderella sitting in the neck. Well, I, I would like literally sing that while running around playing yeah. soccer. And I think it would scare the opponents a little because why would, it was like, it was giving Kurt when he yeah. did a single ladies dance. Like yeah. that, I would kind of pioneered that. Um, Someone had to. <laughs> and I think, Maybe Ryan Murphy was at one of my games, and he stole that. Yeah. And where where's your payment? Exactly. Where are your royalties? Where's my residuals? Yeah. Yeah. I think um, the girl power scared them, too. Yeah. Well, and that I think that was when I still played all girls, but then there was an era where I played on the boys' team, and it was me and two other girls on the boys' team, and that was so scary. I was like, what are these boys doing? They, the way they acted on the sidelines – that locker room talk, I could never get behind what age it. What was that? It was, like, middle school. Oh, my gosh. You were in their locker You're room? You were so brave. Well, like, no, I'm saying it was locker room talk because that's oh. the phrase. But, like, it was really just on the sidelines. We had to be put in. three girls among a team of middle school boys sounds <laughs> so scary. Terrifying. It was so scary. Me and those girls will always be bonded. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I can still remember. What did they do? They, what are these names? Well, I remember, like, I remember thinking I had crushes <laughs> on them. <laughs> I have a journal entry about You'll get it. Because I thought I had a crush on him. And it was all because of the way he stood up against the lockers. (laughs) I remember like That's so real though. Because we went to the same middle school. And I remember he was a year older than me. He was Mm, in eighth grade. Injury. In seventh grade. But he was six inches shorter than me. And I remember we were like talking one day before class. And he like propped himself up against the lockers. Like at an angle. Like the lean. And I remember being like drooling i mean like so he's into me <laughs> so he wants me so, el quiero too he took the words out of my mouth that, that makes me think of like the trend of people doing like like book romance the, moves like the yes that's what it felt like he that's did what that felt to like you to me as i was like oh my god no and he was he thought he was putting on the moves mm-hmm. he definitely el quiero too yeah i 
I once um, confronted a boy outside of the bathrooms about whether or not he had a crush on me. That's really brave of you. It was. So did brave. you have like intel before you did that? Yeah, I was. I was honestly like, looking back on it, where did she go? Mm-hmm. Because bring her back. Let me paint the scene. It was picture day mm-hmm. had happened. We had received our pictures. I guess his family had purchased some wallet size versions. They handed out all of our pictures, and he boop 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 cut him out, cut himself out a little wallet size version of his photo and gave it to me. <laughs> okay, that's a weird. Bring way. that back. Let's start doing that for our weird precious. way to propose. But yes, and I was like, okay. All right. Did you okay, put it in your wallet? It. And um, well, I didn't have a wallet then. I wasn't. You were underage. Yeah. Um, I did put it in my money clip. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I just remember like there were there were a couple other signs. I think I must have been like it must have been like second grade. Like I think I was thinking this was like fifth or sixth. No, I think it was like second or third grade. And like I fully like I hyped myself up and I was like, oh my gosh. And we were all like waiting in separate lines outside of the the boys and girls rooms. And he came out of the bathroom. I came out of the bathroom. We had some downtime to lean against the lockers. Do the lean. And was he doing the lean? I said, mm-hmm. And I said, Hey, do you have a crush on me? And he said, yeah. Uh, what were you hoping the answer was? Like, did you have a crush back? I don't know how I felt about it, actually. Because, like, our families were friends. Mm-hmm. Like, our families Very had difficult. mutual friends. Mm-hmm. Second grade is how old? Seven-ish. I just, I looking back, though, I remember in that moment, I was, like, I was delighted, but I wasn't surprised. And that's why I say, mm-hmm. who is she? Bring back that energy. Our, our new grades, this is 25. Yeah. And you're already 25, so you can have full ownership of that. Yeah. You're not our age, you know? Like, you can mm-hmm. have full ownership of mm-hmm. that already. No, you're right. And, like, and it's not that she's not in there. No. Because she is. She's always been. But the fact that she was out there at seven. Unleash that tiger. Thank you, girl. I think it's, I think, I. it's so crazy, like, the way that I remember things at seven years old. Like, the way that my brain now has, the way that where those memories live you know I can still see things so clearly mm-hmm. and then I see seven-year-olds today and I'm like really you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah wait wait when you see a memory of seven-year-old you are you like in the room or are you like seeing it through your own I'm eyes? seeing it through my own seven-year-old eyes as my 24-year-old self like with your own mm-hmm. you know with the context of your yeah life lived right of course and then the other day I was doing some observations in some first and second grade classrooms <gasps> and I was thinking oh my god these are so small but think about the lives they have inside their brain because then no, the lives yeah. we had inside our brain they're they i wish i could know what was something that you believed when you were that age that you're like i can't believe i thought that i thought <laughs> i thought and this was very heavily influenced by disney channel but like i thought that like when you went on a date like you were wearing a ball gown every time <laughs> that's so sweet i thought like because i think my only like idea of that was the night of night scene in high school musical three mm. which is obviously that's prompt but like in my head that was like anytime you went on a date was like you're gonna be putting on a ball gown and we should bring that back too yes courtship yeah courtship and dressing up mm-hmm. i love to do those things what did y'all think what's been yours mine was more of like a superstition 
But I had a lucky pair of underwear that had little rainbows all over it. And it was for the day of the week, Tuesday. But I would request that they were washed much more regularly because I thought that when I had my lucky underwear on, I was invincible. And when I would get scared of, like, things you would get scared of, like, the dark. And or, like, when the first time I watched The Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. Scary one. I was spooked, to say the least, afterwards. Even though it's not really that scary. But um, I thought that, you know, like, when you're, you're a kid and you're, like, running up the stairs and you feel like there's someone behind you? I don't know if that ever really goes away. I still feel, when I'm on a run, I can hear the echo of my shoes and I always think someone's running behind me. Yeah. You just never know. But anyways, I would only go upstairs by myself at night if I was wearing my lucky underwear. That's crazy. <laughs> but I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so scared of getting pregnant. <laughs> because in my mind, it would just happen if somebody loved me. And I said, oh, my God. I'm so lovable. It could happen at any time. I said, oh, my God, what if, like, someone loves me right now and I don't even know it? And then, oh, my God, what if I have a baby right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I'm glad that – I'm glad you made it through. No, me too. And that childbearing is not simply magic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, but not in the way I thought it was. Yeah. When y'all, well, you didn't play any, did you play softball? No, you didn't play softball, you were just soccer. Y'all had cheers. Oh, I guess we did, but I, I don't even remember any of them. I think that's a joy we need to bring into other spheres, is like, the cheers from the dugout. You know, like, yeah. the, hi, my name is Cameron, and you know what I got? What do you got? I got a team that's hot. Do you, do you know that one? No. Oh. Okay, I'll teach it to you. Okay. It's it, like, there's a, there's a second part. Okay. Hi, my name is Cameron, and you know what I got? What do you got? I got a team that's hotter than hot. How hot is hot? <laughs> Grand slams and home runs too. What do you do? What do, what do you, you do? do? I don't know. Ask my friend Diana what to do. And then you go, hi, my, my name's Diana. And, and what do I got? What do you got? I got a team that's hotter than hot. How hot? Hotter. Who's in the home? Runs. Yeah. What do you do? Um, I'm going to tell, I'm going to ask Jess to tell you what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so fun. I remember, and that's I think where I realized that my passion was maybe more in music than sports mm. because my favorite part of the game was in the dugout. <laughs> well, I think that's so funny too that I brought up like the mu- I like the music that they played yeah. in between innings. Like, of course, I was interpreting things through the lens of like born to be an artist, forced to be in the dugout. Yeah, forced to run bases. Yeah, somebody had to do it. Yeah. Um. Did y'all like practice? Mm-hmm. Hard. I was four. <laughs> no, I meant, did you like, did you enjoy practice? Oh. <laughs> did y'all like practice? <laughs> That's what I heard. Um, when I was four, I don't, I don't think we, I think we just kind of showed up. You just showed up to the game. Yeah. We showed, showed up. up. We showed out. That's the exactly. hardest part of any job. No, we showed up and we wiped, 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 wiped the floor with them. <laughs> we wiped the floor with their sorry asses. Wiped it clean. <laughs> but I think when I was in middle school, I hated I hated going to my volleyball practices because <laughs> it was so they they had us working and they had us like <clears throat> fighting for our lives and it was like this is middle school 
travel volleyball. It's not that intense. But travel? travel volleyball, that's intense. Travel. Did you mention that before? No, you didn't. Yeah, I was on the travel volleyball That's team. actually crazy. Yeah, we go to our little tournaments, and I would be up at, like, 4 in the morning to drive to Savannah, mm-hmm. and then we'd get there after being in the car all morning, and we'd play eight games of volleyball. That's actually crazy. And we would go, I remember we would, we would have practice at Turkey Creek Baptist Church, mm-hmm. and two nights a week from, like, 5.30 to 8, and we would just the there was never AC and this was like in winter and so it was so cold. The bathroom was terrifying at Turkey Creek Baptist Church, and they would just have us in there, running, yeah, running, conditioning, mad conditioning. You reminded me that I also played volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> I totally glanced Wait, I got over it. right there. Should we go out there and? Yeah, I volleyball is okay, fun. Let's do it after this. Um, <laughs> but I my team would call me Chicken Wing because you know That's like against Title Nine I think no it it was I was really doing my best out there I swear because I um my school was so small that we had to combine teams with another like local school um which was interesting and sometimes the ball would come to me and I would need to bump the ball but things would just be moving so fast and I would think I gotta I gotta I gotta get on that and I'd go boom mm, and I chicken wing it no well and it never ended well right because where, right, where does it, go it went that? left or right always out of bounds and so so your your nickname was based on how you ruined games well, nobody called me chicken wing like oh. it was like it, it was more so like a I misspoke let me frame it this way the chicken wing would jump out mm-hmm. And my coaches would have to be like, you got to put that away, mm, you know? So it was more like a everyone knew. And she went away at some point. Did you have a position you played? Um, I recall setting mm. quite a bit. It was fun. I think we kind of rotated. Isn't that not, is that not how that's you do it? That's how you do it, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's how about I knew, but I only played in PE class. Mm. Mm. Shout out to Capture the Flag. Did you play that? I never played that. I we played a lot of kickball in PE. We did kickball and capture the flag, but I liked capture the flag because I would try to get like intellectual with it. Mm -hmm. Like I would tell my team, "I need you to distract them, do some fake outs," and then I would sneak over there, (laughs) and they wouldn't be expecting me. It worked at least once or twice. In like I think middle school PE when it was still Mm co-ed, um, choosing teams for kickball. I was picked last once. I remember, I remember the the stress of everyone lining up the team captains <laughs> against the people. wall. Um, I remember my middle school. We used to do a lot of dodgeball in <laughs> PE, which is dodgeball. At my honestly, school right it's now. so <laughs> cool. It's so cool. Shout out to all of you PE survivors. <laughs> Anyone else survive PE? Former PE kid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember I hated whenever I saw that divider up. I knew it was gonna be a bad day for dodgeball. For because do- it means it was dodgeball day, and typically, majority boys would play, and majority girls would line the the back and gossip about One Direction, and then they started separating us, boys and girls, and having a boys' night game and a girls' game. Which I'd like to pose the question: Was that 
was that before its time or ahead of its time? Because it's, like, very segregating, assuming that the girls don't want to play. But also, like, we didn't want to play. Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to play. I wanted to sit in the back and look at pictures of Niles with Sans braces, you know? <laughs> I I can't speak on that. All I know is that dodgeball is still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're actually in a dodgeball unit right now at my school. Mm-hmm. But I have to cross the gym to get to, like, the other side of the building. So... And it's, like, when I'm crossing the gym, usually it's during my prep, so it's, like, when my students are, like, 8th or 7th graders are in there, and I'm fighting for my life, trying to get from one end Dodging of the gym to the balls. other. I'm playing my own game of dodgeball. That's so funny. Just trying to get to the other side of the gym. And I think I mentioned on the pod where I recently orchestrated with, with, uh, someone else who works at my school who was covering PE one day for 4th graders, 8th, 8th grade versus 4th grade dodgeball. Was what I wanted, but then we did that, like mixed that teams. That sounds so you terrible. That, that sounds yeah. dangerous. I think it was like. And who shut you down? The health yeah, the department, teacher. probably. Yeah, rightfully so. I guess like morals. Mm-hmm. But I think it was like to heal something in me. <laughs> I think it's just general safety. We can't have that happen. No, but we ended up doing like mixed teams, okay. so half and half. Um, but yeah, that's what I have to say about dodgeball. There was this game that we played at recess at my school that was just like an elaborate game of tag pretty much Mm -hmm. and we called it boys versus girls because that's how we broke the teams up but there was like a boys captain and a girls captain and I was the girls captain and I was so proud of it and I remember I once a week would eat lunch with the boys captain as like so this was like a long term game it was like Uh yeah it was this is so this is so so poignant we were so diplomatic and like exemplary mm-hmm. levels of sportsmanship yeah. over Get our in the UN. green beans. Mm-hmm. Um, and one day... Wait, why were you meeting? Um, just to keep... Um, Discuss the future of the game. For the, yeah, for the public and I think just to... Show face. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the media needed to know that we were on good terms. Mm-hmm. Was there a day in the week that you <clears throat> did this? So, I don't remember when we had lunch. It was like once a... Yeah, once a week. But I remember, like, Fridays were the days that we had, like, the big match. Mm-hmm. Which, again, was just tag. And I don't know how we did it. Because tag is just one person is it. So There's I don't know so many versions of tag out there. Like, like, what breeze tag. I wish I could remember, like, the specifics of it. But I swear, like, we just called it boys versus girls. And one Friday, I fell ill. And I missed school. And I came back. And I said, tell me what happened while I was gone. What's the update on the team? I need the download. And they said, you're not the captain anymore. <gasps> One day and your position's gone. And that was the first time I think I ever felt betrayal. I feel like that's the first where you're like, I'm a cog in the machine. I'm replaceable. Because I wasn't even told this by my replacement. I was told this by the person who basically, there's like, <laughs> it's so funny that this affected me so much. There was a person in my class who was like, no, this person's the leader now. That's literally a childhood wound. And the other, and the the new person was like, "Yeah, I guess I am." Like she didn't even want it. You wanted. Did it. you still play on the team? I don't even remember what happened after that. I'm it's sorry like that happened. It's like my memory closed mm-hmm. after that because I was betrayed. Mm-hmm. So, wow. I want to play rec sports. Like I feel like I could get really into like a rec volleyball or a rec kickball, but only like I don't want anyone to be taking it seriously. You know what I mean? Like, I want to... We can take it seriously, but ironically. Like, I want to have the best rec volleyball team in the state. Yeah. But, like, I want it to be, like, a thing where nobody's actually taking it seriously. And you have t-shirts. 
Yes, I wear matching t-shirts. I want to have, like, a clipboard. Well, that's what the kickball league does here. Yeah, but I feel like I've watched them play. They take it seriously. It's so intense. Have you seen them? <clears throat> in passing. Yeah. But I'm surprised y'all haven't gotten in there yet. Well, because I, I, I want it to be a faux, it. a faux seriousness. Like, I want it, it to be... Do, does that make sense what I'm saying? No, like, yeah. Like, there's a way that people that take rec sports actually seriously. I, I want us all to be having fun. We're not taking it seriously. Yes. But, like, we're good. Like, the kickball team that practices outside of our house, I feel like if I were to join that and I were to, like, mess up, like, I feel like they would actually shun me. I don't want that. They'd be disappointed, I think. Yes. Because they they have, like, championships. Yes. I want us to take the the losses, it, remember, it's rock sports, and the wins, no, this is, this is the World Cup. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For the, you know any leagues like that? For the glory. Yes. We could start one. If I knew more people, I'd start a rec team. It could be fun this summer. Do you ever think, like, I'm an adult, I could just get a trophy made? Like, do you ever think that? Or do you ever... It wouldn't hit the same. I need to beat somebody. It's the team. It's the camaraderie. It's the pushing yeah. everybody over the finish line together. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I yearn for it. Mm-hmm. Man. So what's your... Is kickball, like, just your default because that's what you all are seeing? Or, like... You said volleyball, like I think volleyball would be more fun because I don't really enjoy actually playing kickball. But I'm not I, running. But volleyball, I think, would be fun, like uh-huh. like a beach volleyball maybe. This summer on Lake Michigan. Do you know what I want to play? Tennis, golf. <laughs> oh, actually, golf sounds so boring. I don't want to play that. Golf. I think golf is kind of fun. Do it, girl. I, I said golf when I was a kid with my dad. That's so bougie and of you. He, wanted nothing more than for me to be a professional golfer and let him down i just wanted to wear skorts yeah <laughs> it's, it is all about the con con what is the outfit co- costume the outfit the uniform the uniform mm-hmm. but golf is fun i think i, I think golf is there's it's so slow if someone gave me a club i'd go to the driving range though you know you should do it. That's, that's more like fast-paced right? yeah I think that I could get behind that, but yeah, like, the sitting around and waiting, like, I get, I can't, I can never sit through a game of Wii sports golf. <laughs> yeah, that's actually so true. And they also, I can't even get the ball in the hole when it's mini golf. I, I like And the idea of it too. being, like, a mile away, I can't, I can't even see that hole. I think it's fun, like, playing putt-putt, I played putt-putt over the summer, and I'm gonna want to play putt-putt again, because there's some, there is, like, a level of agility to it, and, like, getting on the green. Seeing, like, the, the angles and the... Everything, like... Testing the wind? No, literally. <laughs> get this girl on the green. How's the HVAC kicking? And the mini putt-putt place? Somebody get her one of those... One of those satchels of clubs so she can pick her driver. Get her a tri-bolton. I... <laughs> no, literally, get, get me out on that golf course. I want that for you. Because here's the other thing. You get some nice little walks in. Right? I thought you had a golf cart for that. Well, you do. You do. But, like, you have options. You could walk if mm-hmm. you want. You could walk it if you wanted to. It's it's a sport of companionship, too. Because think about the caddies. Well, like, yeah. Those are your besties. And the little cart is fun. Mm-hmm. And there's little there's fun ways to personalize it. With you the, ba- it. the balls and the tees and the shoes and the skorts. And I'm here for it. Get I love this Enter your golf era. To Lava Springs. Yeah. Slays and dismays. I'm gonna start with my dismay. My dismay is someone keeps stealing my packages. What? Oh, no. So if you're lis- if you're listening, stop it. 
Give it back. Hey, I'm not even joking. Not cool. Do you know I look like I'm kidding? Uh-huh, My she slay is that one of them has turned up. <laughs> In the form Thank of... Thank you. My, my neighbor texted me. I was actually in the middle of talking to my mom on the phone being like, someone's stealing my packages. And she was like, I don't like to hear that. <laughs> and, I, and in the middle of telling my mom, I got a text from one of my neighbors that was like, hey, Diana, so sorry. I grabbed one of your packages by mistake. I left it back in the room. And I was like... And she was like so apologetic. And I, I just wrote back and I was like, oh, yay. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. Congratulations. Thank you. It's the little things, the mm-hmm. small victories. CYB. Absolutely. My dismay is I experienced salt in the wound for the first time this week. Like, I had a little cut on my finger, and I was cooking, and I got salt in it. I thought it was, like, going to be in the proverbial sense. No, because, I mean, I've experienced it in the proverbial sense. But I've never actually experienced the... Re- Have you guys? Yeah. They're I've, not joking. I've been in the ocean with a cut. They're not joking. It hurt so bad, and I couldn't figure out what happened. I was like, oh, my God, did my cut just get bigger? Did it open up? I'm looking at it. I'm like, why does it hurt so bad? Then I was like, I got salt in the wound. Salt Mm. in the cup. Wouldn't recommend. (laughs) My sleigh? Mm. My new foam roller. I got a foam roller, and she got me right together. Yeah, she got me right together. It was a good time. My sleigh is that I sat out on our patio for the first time. Yeah, you did. I noticed everything was out there. I I swept it up, I wiped it down, and I sat out there. And it got cold after a little while, (laughs) but I'll be back out there tomorrow. It's just going to get warmer. It's just going to get warmer, and I'm actually feeling so optimistic because I have maybe two sides of the same coin. Maybe this is my dismay. I have a laundry list of things on my to-do list Mm. for this weekend before we're in the final push before spring break. And so I just have a lot to do for school. And I was thinking, when am I going to do it? Where am I going to do it? That's not going to make me want to um, combust. And the answer is on our patio. patio. Yeah. I'm sit out there tomorrow on the patio and do what needs to be done. On your porch. Yeah. I love that. Mm. Well, thank you, Diana, for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having this me. This has been a long time coming because you rejected me the first time. I did not reject. There were layers <laughs> there, and we don't have to get into it. Any final thoughts? Any final words of wisdom for our listeners from your aged wisdom? Yeah. Yeah. My my one extra year on you guys. Yeah. I think um, – I'll put it this way. When I was out there on that varsity field – right there was so much coming at me yeah fastballs mm-hmm. pop flies yeah and really all I was focused on was showing up in, in the best way that I knew how in that moment and I and I put in the work and I was most improved player which was a huge milestone for me wow. and a the huge, MIP and a huge I have a plaque I should have brought it a huge lesson in my life that you, you put in the work you put in the time you keep a good attitude You'll make it happen. When the going gets tough, the tough, the tough get gets going. going. And that that's that's my wisdom. I love because that. Because that was the true, like, I, one of the first times that I really learned that in life. That's beautiful. Thank you. That was very, yeah. Blow your whistle to close us out. Okay. Give it all you got. <laughs> yeah. That's a wrap. <laughs>